Hello? Hello? We need to talk. 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 Welcome back to We Need to Talk, episode number 108. I'm Russ Mr. KOA alongside. Cowboy. And this is an episode you're not expecting, but you definitely needed. <laughs> you're going to get it anyway. <laughs> In some more words. Yeah. Uh, the episode you guys were not expecting, but definitely needed. Um, why am I even here? That's quite the question. Um, but I'm glad I am. You know, there's, it's a bittersweet feeling. Um, but it's also strange. Like, I feel like I've mentally checked out of Toronto. Like I've been gone for a while. Um, as you guys know, I went to LA. I've been out, been working in LA for a bit. Um, and I had to come back solely to shoot a wedding a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's, I have like a weird feeling towards it now. Like it's not their fault. The amazing couple, beautiful people. Um, she, you know, the, the, the bride really, really wanted me to be there and to shoot it. And she booked it over a year ago. So, um, yeah, I, regardless of where I was in the world, I, I did commit to doing that. So, um, I came back solely to shoot this wedding last week or a week and a bit ago. Um, booked my flight to come back and then literally in and out. I had to book another flight back to LA and in my mind, everything was smooth, you know, um, come back, shoot that wedding, pick up some more of my, my equipment that I was missing, pop back out to LA, smooth sailing. I had a bunch yeah. of projects lined up. There would have been a good week. I'm, I'm working now with Lorianne Gibson. If you guys know who, who she is, she's a well-renowned choreographer, um, actually Canadian, um, done some stuff with, you know, Diddy and Lady Gaga and Nicki Minaj. And she's, she's, she's said the name for herself out there and she's being one of my um, clients and now one of my you know business partners for stuff I'm doing. Um, and just everything was set up perfect. Things are just lined up and projects had some stuff with, with Tough Mother. I was supposed to do a project with them and in Vegas and just yeah. everything just seemed like it was lined up. Come back, shoot this wedding, in and out, boom, make some money, cool. And uh, you know, the way life works, sometimes, you know, God doesn't give a fuck about your plans. Um, you might have a better plan for you, but life is just the way it is sometimes. And, um, you know, I, I never take connecting flights. Here's another thing. Oh, um, <laughs> I only take direct flights. I've never taken a connecting flight to LA or, any, or to anywhere I need to go to for work. Um, and the only flight that I could take to come back on the Monday at the time was a connecting flight. It was going to connect me to, from Toronto to Montreal and then from Montreal to LA. And I was like, it's not a big deal. It's just one connecting flight. You know, it should be fine. Like, it's all good. And I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking I'm going to get blocked. I'm not thinking yeah. about any of that. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, it's a connecting flight. It's an hour layover in, in Montreal. Stop. Whatever. Worst that can happen. So all my stuff is packed. I'm ready to go. I get to the airport, get sent to Montreal, stop in Montreal. And I'm like in like the layover spot where like they're checking your equipment and checking, sorry, they're checking my um, luggage. Sorry. Yeah. And in hindsight now, this is why I got fucked because when you get laid over, they take all your luggage off the plane and then they inspect it again, like a secondary inspection and they put it onto the next plane. If it was a yeah. direct flight, your stuff goes onto the plane, you get, you get spoken to at customs one time and you're gone. That's yeah. it. You, and you land in your destination. Yeah, that's it. But for connecting flight, you're still in Canada and we have to take yourself off that plane, mm. move all the luggage to the second plane. And during that movement, they can expect again before mm. they put it to the next plane for the States. Yeah. And, ca and Canadian customs are tough. <sighs> I mean, the Canadian it's, it's U S in Canadian customs. Yeah. So yeah. I'm still in Canada, but it's a U.S. customs in Canada. Anyways, um, because of this transfer for my luggage, um, I get to the customs border in Montreal. Um, and 
you know, I, I ask, I, I answer the same way every time. I, I've been traveling so often. It's the same answer. I'm going to see my cousin, which I do have a cousin in LA. Um, and, but this guy, he just, he wanted me to go a little deeper. <laughs> he wanted to be a tough okay. guy, a little superhero. Okay. Explain. And, uh, I could tell it was not going to go my way shortly through that conversation. I'm like, this is about to be a problem. <laughs> I, could, I could just feel it. The feel way he was talking to me. And you know it's it's not a it's not something everyone can understand. But as a black man, you can understand when white people talk to you a certain way that you're like, okay. You know what's crazy? Like, I didn't even I never I never asked you this entire race time. He was? I was like, was it a white guy? I just think I knew. Zamora, there's a certain tone when they talk to you. It's it's not something I can explain to someone who's not black. To be honest with you guys, like there's a certain tone when they talk to you where you're like, this is like a tone of just I'm. I'm better or like I, I currently hold I, the power. Yeah. Currently situation. I have the power right now in the situation right now. Currently I have the power. You do what I say. Like, yeah, and it's not even like a, from an authoritative perspective where it's like, cause I'm an officer. It's more just like, there's just a feeling when they look, it's hard to explain. Anyways, yeah. regardless, I get to his, his, his booth and still at this point, I'm still ready to go to LA. My mind is still normal. I'm just like, all right, whatever, do my normal thing. So where are you off to? I'm like, uh, LA. That's my question is very calm. Oh, um, how long? I'm a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. What are you doing out there? I'm like, oh, I'm visiting my cousin um, for a couple of weeks and just stay with him. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Um, you have two bags of luggage. Why? Why so many bags? I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna be there for a couple of weeks, just chilling with him. So I just want to make sure I have a lot of stuff, so I have all my stuff with me. Okay, what do you do for a living? I'm a photographer. Oh, okay. Are you working out there right now? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm just going to go visit him. He's like, but why all the equipment? I'm like, the fact he said all the equipment means they've already gone to my bags. Yeah, they already looked at all your shit. So no. this, isn't a, yeah. this isn't something, lying does not help you here. Me being like, oh, like, he, the reason, my bags right now are on screen. I'm looking at him and I can yeah. see on screen the two, my two suitcases. And, and I'm like, the fact that they're right on screen right now, I can see them. They've, they've, he already has these questions lined up for me and he already knows he wants to do this, this conversation. You know what's also crazy, Ryan? What? He probably, he probably looked at your Instagram. It's very possible. It's very possible. Yeah. I've heard them. They, they, I heard do, they do that. They go to your personal or, their, or your websites or whatever, yeah. but they yeah. can, they it's can very go. likely they could have done that, but go yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. So he goes, uh, your bags are very heavy. Why all the equipment? And I'm like, okay, I, I'm not going to lie and put myself in a situation where it's going to fuck me. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my cousin's friend has a wedding out there. So I was, he just offered for me to come out there and just help out with the wedding. He's like, is he paying you? I'm like, no, no. It's just like, he just told, told me that he just accommodation and stuff like that. He's going to help me out as a friend. I'm just doing it because he's my cousin's boy. He's like, hmm. Do me a favor and put your fingers just on that pad right there. No. I'm like, they took your fingerprints. I'm like, what, what's this? What's this for? No, it's just just put your fingers on this pad right here. I'm like, yeah, but like, like where are the where are the prints for? Like, why do you like why do you need the prints? If you could just put all four fingers on that pad right there, just real slowly. I'm like, okay, I'm putting it there. I have my you if you I have my hands on this fucking thing, and I'm like, so what do you what are you using these for? He's like, oh, it's just for immigration, just so it's easier for you to get through moving forward. Fucking liar, obviously. I'm like, right. Okay. He's like, one second, I'll be right back. Takes my password, walks to the back. So I'm just standing there at the, at the fucking booth. I'm like, this is not going to go well. 
I just have it. I'm like, first of all, he took my password with him to the back. That's never a good thing. Never a good thing. <laughs> like, it's never a good thing. So <laughs> if you're in an airport and you no. don't have your passport on you no. in your possession, no, it's never a good thing. Never a good thing. So he, he walks, he walks there for like about two minutes, comes back. Come here for a second. Get your back. Come with me. I'm like, all right. Walk to the back room of him. He's like, just wait here right now. They'll be, they'll be three in a second. He leaves. Now I'm in this like the secondary room, second secondary waiting room. Sitting for my flight was at thing like six thirty. At this point, it's like five forty five, right? So I'm looking at the time. I'm like, I'm not gonna make this flight. Am I? Like I could just feel it. So I started getting hot. I'm like, this is not. This is not feel good, right? They pull me into the room. Finally, he's like, uh, just so you know, uh, click. Uh, we're recording everything. This is all recorded. Um, your statements will be, um, you have a copy of your statements, everything you're saying today. Um, just so you know, are you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm like, yeah, cool. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. What's your name? What's your, what's your phone number? Yeah. What's your address? Where you live? What's, what's your dad's name? What's your mom's name? What do you do for a living? How much you make? Blah. Question, 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 question. So you say you're going there for a wedding, right? Yeah. What's the day of the wedding? I gave him the day of the 25th, right? Which is a week I was leaving on like the 18th. So I'm like, I gave him a date that's a little bit further. I'm like the 25th. So I'm, I was going to stay for a week and stay for a little bit after. So 25th. Yeah. Cool. Type in. So he, they're taking everything. So I'm like, Oh my God. He's like, and how long is you staying for? Two weeks, two weeks. Got it. Where are you staying? Give him the address. Cool. What do you do for a living? Thing. Go, like they're just going, go. And then trying to see if you slip up, bro. Then he redid the questions again. Like yeah, just to see, hundred percent. I stick to my answer, same answer, same time. Blah blah. blah. What's, what's hilarious about that what? is knowing that when when he started going back, yeah, and asking you the same questions, yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of dying because I'm picturing you sitting there realizing that he's asking you the same questions, oh. and but you're just answering them again. Yeah, so <laughs> he's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "You're like." What? I, I already told you. Yeah. But, but you're just saying it. I just have to. I'm just, just answer. It is what it is. How much you make? Say When's the wedding again? I'm like, you're not going to get me. So let's just, <laughs> let's, let's just, Yo. let's just get through this. Like I already, oh. I already have this damn pat. Anyways. So, um, so while he's asking, while he's like doing some typing, right? There's like some little time. I'm just sitting there. Look at, look at the time again. Now it's like 610, right? Bro, you're not getting on the plane. Just out of hope. I go, so, um, am, am I going to miss my flight? He goes, yeah, probably. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. After we're done, he's like, all right, cool. So, um, your bags are offloaded already. Um, you're not going to get into the United States today. You're aware of that? I'm like, are you aware? I'm of like, uh, I, I, I guess I'm like, he's like, okay. So yeah, you're not, you're, these guys like, are such dickheads, bro, bro. man, bro. So then I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, is there anything I could do? He's like, no, you're not getting in today. He's like, we believe you're working in the States right now. So due to that, we're de- declining you. You're not blocked. You're not banned, but you're just currently denied entry to the United States. So I'm like, okay, so am I able to, to come again? He's like, oh, you can, you, can come in, you can come again. Just you are not getting to the United States today. So I was like, okay. So in my mind, I'm like, let me try it tomorrow. <laughs> that's what I was thinking I'm like I need to get to the states I have stuff lined up this week I'm like okay if I can't come today best believe I'm trying tomorrow right so I'm like alright well I'm in Montreal I'm like is there a flight back to Toronto there's no more flights anymore I'm like okay so what he's like you can get a hotel you can do whatever it's up to you you're not coming to the states today I don't know what you want to do but I was like okay 
So now I have to pay for a hotel in Montreal. Get a hotel in Montreal, get all my stuff, sleep in the hotel for like a few hours. I take the first flight back to Toronto to Pearson at like 5 a.m., right? I rebook a flight again, pay for another flight now. I rebook another flight from Toronto to LA direct. So I'm like, maybe it was the the mix up from like, you know, cause it's a, um, it was a connecting flight. I was like, maybe that's the issue. Let me just do a, a direct flight and let me just get out of here. Like just properly. Right. I'm like, I need to be in the United States. Cause I, I have a lot of money on the line. So I rebook a flight for the next day. I wake up, take the 5 AM back to Toronto, piss as fuck, paid for a hotel, piss as fuck, get back to Toronto, bring all my stuff back home, take a little nap and then go back out there to Pearson again at like five o'clock or if I had like seven or something, right? Get back to the airport and now I'm like nervous. I'm just like, am I in the system? Like, I don't know. Like, it, like it took my fingerprints. Like, I don't, like I've never been stopped before. So I'm like, yeah. is Pearson gonna know? Like, I don't know how this works. Like, I don't know, right? So I'm like, all right, fuck. Let me just, let me try. I'm not, I'm not gonna not try. I get to Pearson, I go through the line, go through security, everything fine. Get back to the customs line. I get to the customs line. The guy's like, hey, where you off to? It's the same thing. I'm like, hey, I'm going to LA. It's my cousin's wedding. Oh, okay, cool. Um, what happened to Montreal yesterday? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> bro. <You're> like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. So oh, I'm like, no. I'm like, there is a misunderstanding. Um, something happened yesterday where, you know, I, I told him I was going to shoot my cousin's wedding. Hmm. They believe I was getting paid. So I told him I wasn't getting paid. Said I couldn't go to the United States yesterday, so I'm trying today. I spoke to my cousin, made sure that there's no payment being made. Like yeah. I told him that I couldn't come, I couldn't get paid for nothing, not even not even accommodations, nothing. I explained it to him. Um, so now I'm just trying to go out there to make sure I, I can, you know, be there for my cousin and his and his friend. And they're like, "Oh, okay. Um, call me for a second. I'm like, oh. Oh, "I'm like, bruh." Bring to the back room again. I'm waiting there. My flight's at like seven. Now it's like six thirty. I'm like, it feels like it's fucking deja vu. I'm like, I'm not gonna make this flight again, am I? So I'm sitting there. The guy comes. He goes. He goes. Yep. Yeah, so what's going on? I explained to him. I'm like, yesterday. What's going on? Bro, I, explained, I explained to him. I'm like, yesterday I went to Montreal. I, got, I never take connected flights. Blah blah blah. I'm just scattering. I'm just. I'm pissed. I'm sweating. I'm nervous. I'm like, fuck. Like I'm here again. I'm like, I feel like I'm not gonna get through. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I, I um. This thing happened with y'all, and, and now I'm here. I figured I never, I never, I'm not from Montreal, so I was taking a connecting flight. So I'm like, I figured if I ca- if I came back, you know, to Toronto, this is my home city, like my hometown. And I flew directly. I'm like, maybe that was the issue. He goes, so what changed between yesterday and today? I'm like, oh no, I, I spoke to my cousin and explained to him. He's like, how do I know that? I'm like, well. I was told that I couldn't go, go to the states yesterday, so I figured I can try again today. Yeah. You're not coming through today. So, anything else you want to say? I'm like, is, is there's nothing. He's like, no, I I don't know what happened between yesterday and today. Looks to me, you went to Montreal, they didn't let you go, and now you're trying to go through here because you think we're stupid. I'm like, no, I'm just you're not going through. So, I'm like, okay. He's like, all right, um, need your bags. Their bags will be downstairs. They, they, they took them off the plane already. I was like, okay. So I I leave now, pissed. So now I'm like, okay, look at, I have a copy of all these things, all these conversations that they gave me a copy of all this, right? So on my report, I gave them the date of October 25th. So I'm like, that's on record saying the wedding's October 25th. So I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, cool. If I 
Rebook Yes So I go I'm like okay It's on record I saw October 25th They clearly don't want me Making this day Like they're making sure He does not make yeah, this He's not making this day He's not making this he's day He's not making You know what I mean Yeah They're making sure of it So I'm like okay cool I'm like what if I rebook for a flight After the day I gave them on record So at least I can be like You know what Clearly you guys have on record It says the 25th Today is now the 26th I clearly missed the wedding I'm like As you guys said I couldn't Now I'm just going to see my cousin Can I not go so I book another. I rebook my flight for the twenty fifth, for the twenty sixth. Now the day after the the day after the day I have on record. Yeah. So week goes by. Now I'm nervous as hell because I'm like, is this plan gonna work? I don't fucking know. Like it's my best option. Like it's this just, is it. it. Like, like it makes sense. You have to make this. it makes sense. Yeah. I get to the airport again. Go through the same thing. Go to security. All that. Blah blah blah. Fine. I'm in line for the customs thing, and bro, I'm like, I'm like. Internally hyperventilating, like 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 outside I'm I'm normal, but inside yeah. I'm just like I'm watching. And bro, as I'm like getting to the fucking custom line, I'm seeing people get pulled, yeah. pulled from like different ones. Like like I was trying to like let me see if I can find the good one. You know what I mean? <laughs> bro, I see this lady over there. She's like pulls that person to the back room. That girl over there in the far corner, she gets pulled. Back. I'm like, oh, they're pulling today. I'm like, I'm like, well, oh, fucked. They're pull- I'm like, they- I just witnessed three people get pulled to the back. I'm like, oh, they're fucked. I feel like something's happening right now. Side note, where like they're being extra tricked at the border because of COVID stuff. So I feel like they're just really digging into stuff right now. I have a story to tell you so, after. We're going. But I'm watching people get pulled, pulled, pulled. So now I'm like, I'm sweating. Like I'm so hot. I get to, the- I get to the fucking front, and I get to this like this like Spanish guy, right, bro. This this is the best guy I could have got. So nice, so friendly. I'm like, oh fuck. Thank you. I get a good one. I get there. He's like, hey man, what's going on? I'm like, hey, just trying to go to LA. He's like, oh, LA, nice, nice. I was like, yeah, just <laughs> the build up, right? <laughs> so, you, so I get the I get the best one, bro. He goes, LA, nice. I love it. I was like, yeah, man. He's like, what are you out there for? I'm like, oh, just gonna see my cousin. I was supposed to shoot the wedding uh yesterday, but I missed it. So I'm just here to go see my cousin. Oh, oh man, that sucks, man. Oh, um, what happened last week? I'm like, oh yeah, um, I got denied here because you know I was supposed to go shoot the wedding and obviously now I missed it, so I'm just here to just, now just go visit him. He's like, oh man, that sucks. You know what? Um, I'm reading the back. Just clear that up with them. I'm sure it'll be fine. You'll be on your way. I'm like, don't bring me the back. You don't know what you're doing right now. <laughs> you know what you just did. I'm like, just please. He's like, no, no. He's like, come with me. Like, please. <laughs> He's like, come me to the back. Don't He's like, come like, oh, me to, come. I don't go to the back. <laughs> if I go to the, if I go to the back, it's over. I don't want to go to the back. Don't let me go to the back, <laughs> please. I hate the back room, yo. No, yo. It doesn't like, matter where it is. If someone says, let's go to the back. Let's room. go to the back of anywhere. The back of anywhere is never a good sign. No one's supposed to be there. It's away from everyone in private where you can have a deep one-on-one combo with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want those. The com- back of anything is Bro, never I like don't a want those combos. So the man, he's innocently being, he's just doing his job at this point, but he's innocently like, he's like, you know what, man? Like it says here, I got to bring you to the back. You know, I'm sure just, just tell him what you just told me. I'm sure he'll clear things right up. You'll be on your way to LA, man. Nice meeting you. I was like, oh man, you just signed my death wish. He walked me to the back. I'm sitting there now. And this guy, this guy, I, I get, a, I get a rude guy now, right? A different guy, a different guy in the back from last week. It's this is Lyson guy. I'm sitting there. I'm looking, I'm looking at the flight time again. Now the flight time is around like my flights are like five, maybe. Now it's like five, four twenty. Four. I'm like, 
Could be the same thing. I, like, I'm just like, this feels the same as last week. At that it's point, just, you can't even just be like, yo, can I just leave? <laughs> I just want to quit, but I was yeah. like, this is my last hope to get him because I still had money on the line. I'm like, oh. if I can at least get through here, like I'll, I'll salvage what I have left from the projects I missed, whatever. I'm sitting there. He calls me up. He's like, all right. The man goes, why are you back here? Off rip. Off rip. He goes, so why are you back here? He, I've, I've never seen him before, but he's just going based on my account that he's seen, right? Yeah. So he goes, why are you back here? I'm like, off guard. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I have my, my paperwork here. He's like, I have the papers. I don't need that. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's a wrap. I was like, my plan was to show him the papers and be like, this is the date. He's like, I see all that. Why are you here? I'm like, well, I was told I couldn't shoot the wedding last week. That's what I was supposed to shoot. Um, it was supposed to be yesterday, which I clearly missed. And now I'm here, you know, just trying to go to LA to, to see my cousin. How do I know there's not something else today or tomorrow or after parties or wedding or more wedding stuff and more wedding festivities? How do I know you're going to shoot something else? How do I know there's not more stuff out there that you're going to shoot after the, the wedding's done? Who cares about the wedding? The wedding's done now. I'm like, no, I had nothing else, nothing else booked. How do I know that? I, I'm just, yeah, I don't believe you. I'm like, Okay, um, is there something I can talk to? Something you want to talk to? I'm like, yeah, and you, like I'm desperate at this point. I'm like, is there something I can talk to? He's like, who you want to talk to? I'm like, you want to talk, talk to my boss? I'm like, if I could, you want? Okay, sure. Hold on, sit there. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yo, the guy's really talking. He's to you talking like- to me like I'm fucking trash, bro. <laughs> like, he's like, you want my Ho- boss? Holy smokes! Okay, cool, no problem. Take a seat. His boss comes up. This older black lady. She comes up. Nigga. Yo, okay, look at it. Can I just say something? Nigga. When you, the moment you said, first off, nigga. <laughs> first off, you go in the back room, it's a light skinned dude, right? Hey, yo. And you're like, all right, like maybe you might be because every other instance yeah, yeah, yeah. you had has been like a white uh-huh, dude, uh-huh. old white man. Yeah, yeah. You're like, all right, maybe there's gonna be a certain level uh-huh. thing here. Nah. Immediately, no. Nah. You offer up, you're like, no. <laughs> nah, not happening. When he said Oh, you want to speak you to my want boss? My boss. So <laughs> at that point, at that point, if I'm being brutally honest with you, yeah. the last person I'm thinking that's going to walk out is an older black woman. Oh, 100. 100%. But the moment I see the older black woman, <laughs> I was like, it's a wrap. I, I'm like, oh, I'm finished. It's a wrap. It's game over. Like, it's I'm not, a wrap. I'm not getting through. It's a wrap. The moment she walks out and I see it's an older black woman, I'm saying to myself, I'm fucked. Zamora, that's exactly how I felt. When I saw that older black lady come out, I was like, it couldn't have been worse than this, and not, and not that old black, <laughs> not that old black women are terrible, no, but like, it's, it's just something as a, from a black community. You just they know us, mm. we know that. Like yeah. she's just looking right through my shit. She's just, she's not. <laughs> she's looking right. She's like she's like, why is he here? She's looking at you like this. Like nothing. There's nothing I could tell her that's gonna change her mind. Abs- like she already came here with no plans to listen to anything I'm gonna say. <laughs> like, she, the fact that when in your lifetime, when in your lifetime, Ryan, when in your lifetime has like an older black woman ever come to you open-minded? With- <laughs> Like, like, let me let me just clarify. Here so it's not like we're about to get canceled. mind. like, when, when, oh my God. when in a black woman's lifetime have they already made a decision? Right, that they know is the right decision. 100 percent. When have they already made the decision and then decided that they're going to show up and say, "I'm gonna let 
this dude changed my mind. Never. 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 Not your mom, not because your grandma. Shit doesn't fly it's not, past it the, doesn't fly. It doesn't fly. They just, it doesn't fly. My mom can smell bullshit. Oh like my God. So she comes out, bro. Yeah. She comes out. She goes, you asked for me? Already my heart sinks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Um, I was as like I was, game over. I'm like as I was as I explained to him. Like I'm stuttering now. I'm like, um, as I was as I explained to him, I I got blocked last week in in Montreal. And, Every and I, stutter is a nail in your coffin, bro. Yeah, because she's. I felt like I was talking to my mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a, she's not my mom, but like yeah. I felt like I'm like I'm being interrogated by my mom. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I, as I was as I was telling him before you came, I asked to get you out here because just. To have another explanation, another perspective. He's like, she's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. So, um, there's a misunderstanding about last week in Montreal. Now I'm back. Um, I was supposed to shoot the wedding yesterday. I couldn't shoot it. So, as you guys know, it's on record. I couldn't shoot it. She's like, uh huh. So I'm here now. The next day, just trying to just get to LA now, just to see my cousin, just to see what's, la- what's left of it, and just kind of be with him. Um, I missed the wedding, so I'm not getting paid. Nothing's it's on record. She goes, Why would I believe you? I'm like, What? Why would I believe you? What did he tell you? Huh. He said I couldn't. So why do you think I'm gonna say something different? I'm like, I just felt she's like, no. I'm. Can you guys help him? When you, whatever they say goes. Mm. Like she was, she almost like patronized me in the way she's like, whatever they say goes. Mm. I'm saying no, but maybe they can, maybe they can change your mind. And she leaves. And I'm like, okay. So she leaves. I'm like, um, okay. I'm like, he's like, yeah. So you're you're not gonna get through. He goes, um, actually, what's in your bag right now? I'm like, huh? What's in your bag? Huh. Camera equipment. Yeah, you ain't going. I'm like, okay. Have a seat. Just bring my bags out. I start walking out the walk of shame again. And I'm like, is there anything I could do to like, like, what do I do next? He's like, I can't tell you anything. But what I can advise <laughs> <laughs> is, that you, is that you never come back with your equipment ever again. If you come back to your equipment, I will be here. And if I'm not here, she will be there. I work every day. Yeah. So one of us will be here. So you're not getting through with this. You're also like not hard. You're not hard to forget. You're not hard to forget. He will, yeah. He's going to remember my face. 100%. Remember you. So now he's like, he'll remember you. He's sure. like, if you, he's like, you're not banned from the States. I'm telling you right now, you're not banned. You can come back whenever you want. But if you bring your camera, we will stop you every single time. If you want to just go for a trip, come in your bag, just, just close. Should be fine. But also give it a bit. You've yeah. been here three times in a week, three times. Yeah. And please do not try driving. If yeah. you try driving, we will ban you because yeah. it's called port hopping. Yeah. They're basically saying like, it looks like you're trying yeah. this port yeah. air by air didn't work. So you're trying by land. Now it looks criminal. Almost yeah. looks like it's like, what are you doing? Why yeah. are you trying to drive your car? Yeah. So now essentially I'm stuck in Toronto. Um, long winded story short, but um, yeah, I have one last attempt. means we're talking about, <laughs> Um, I don't want to talk about it on here because I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been through enough stress. <laughs> one last I, I have one last attempt. Um, if that doesn't work, um, fortunately, I also have an alternate option, which takes a little bit longer, but I was offered a visa um, by a company in the United States that's going to help me um, legally start working there, which is the plan anyways, but I just wanted to get some stuff done in the meantime before that happened. Yeah. If I have to wait until my visa is completed, then... So be it. That's yeah. like that's fucking life. But I've just I've been stressed. I've I've lost thousands and thousands of dollars in the last couple of weeks. It's be, it's bro. really been. I've been at some very very um low moments last few days. I haven't really done done anything talking to nobody. Been out like I went out a couple of times. This is just a 
just to feel something, <laughs> you know. Those. Oh and I was like, I'm not having fun. I don't really want to be here right oh, now. Yeah. But that's the story, man. Um, yeah, like and here, speaking and like the airport bullshit. Oh my god! So I don't know if Chris and I spoke about this in the group chat, did we? What? When you went to London? What happened in Italy? What Italy? <laughs> we didn't tell. We didn't. Tell, we didn't. I didn't tell you the story. Oh, I'm not sure. Like Italy airport. Okay. So me and Chris went to England back in August, right? We were out there for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. Trip was fucking sick, right? Only little, like only two downsides. One, the story I'm about to tell you, and the other is the Canadian to British conversion. conversion is nuts. The dollar is disgusting. A yeah. thousand Canadian dollars is five hundred and seventy pounds. Crazy. And then on top of that, everything costs the same in England. Just in their dollars, <laughs> just in pounds. Eighty dollar Air Force ones here, or eighty pounds in England. So <laughs> yeah, yes, right. So yeah, yeah. spending a lot of money. If you're not making pounds, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, we take a vacation from our vacation. We're like, oh, let's go to Italy, right? Literally booked the trip. I think two days before, pay two hundred euros in total to fly there, and we were going to be there for four days. Yeah, trip was sick. We get to Italy, Airbnb. You say that was nasty. All the places we ate at was sick. Like weather was crazy. Like overall. Our entire trip up until we're about to leave is amazing. Yeah. Like leave to come back home? Back to England. Oh, back to London first. Yeah. So yeah. what happened is before we left London, we were going out a bunch with like some, some of my friends from here that now live there, right? And one of the girls, she was like, oh, we're trying to decide if we're going to go to Greece or Italy. And Greece is just mad expensive because like now it's mad popular. So she's like, go to Italy. It's going to be sick. So like, fuck it. We go to Italy. And she's like, yeah, when I was coming back, I just took my COVID test at the airport, right? Because <clears throat> um, everywhere is different. When you were leaving Canada to go to England, you needed to have a PCR test. And even when you're flying back in here, you need a PCR test. Yeah, In England and parts of Europe, if you're flying between those countries, you don't need a PCR test. Okay, you just go, it, you go around. Rap, you need a rapid test, oh, okay, right? Okay. Which is significantly cheaper. You do it from home, right? So when we're leaving England to go to Italy, all we needed was a PCR. I mean, I mean a regular rapid test. So we got it done. Um, the day before we had to leave, I look at Chris. I'm like, yo, let's just get the COVID test done at the pharmacy near where we're staying. Cause I don't want to wake up mad early to go to the yeah, airport yeah. and I don't know what it's going to take, blah, blah, blah. So we go to the pharmacy. Uh, we go pick up a rapid test and the guy's like, Oh no, no, no. You flying back to England. He, we're like, he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, you're going to need, this COVID test because they won't accept this other one, right? I'm like, okay, cool. So we do the test. They give us uh, the results like a paper document, right? So we're like, sick. We're proactive. We get this shit done. We enjoy our last day. In order to get to the airport, it was basically like a hour and a half bus ride, right from the air, from the hotel. Yeah, we get on. We get on the bus. Somehow this bus driver flies there. We get there in 45 minutes. Our flight was supposed to leave at noon okay. and the gate was going to close at 10 50. Mm -hmm. We got to this airport at like eight 30 in the morning, bro. We okay. were there so early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have just our backpacks. We get through security and we're there so early that it doesn't even show which gate we have it's to not get ready to. yet. Yeah. Not ready. So they're like, yeah, gate, uh, Heath, uh, Heathrow airport information will be available at nine 50. 
So Chris and I, all right, we're here early. Let's go eat some. <laughs> we're like chilling. <laughs> we take our time, go eat. It's like, all right, 9.50, go to gate 12 or something. You start walking towards gate 12. I'm like, oh shit, we got to go through customs, right? Still, there's literally one desk open at customs and there's like five planes trying to leave. So it's rammed. Rammed, right? And as, and this was a funny thing. You're like, how are we going to be late? So, so this is the thing. This is the thing. When we first arrived in Italy, right? And we get go through customs. None of the agents spoke English, right? But it was like, yeah. whatever. But <laughs> the agent that we had, me and Chris had, mm. he was like this older Italian dude. And he had the craziest lazy eye I've ever seen. <laughs> like I was talking to him yeah. and literally one of his eyes was looking like yeah. completely <laughs> sideways, bro. Okay. I wish I was making it up, yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was wild. So that's something that was easily distinguishable. So when we get back, oh, like if you see him again, you're yeah. Sure. So when we're leaving Italy now to come back home, there's one desk open, there's two agents there, five planes, there's like forty people in this line. I'm looking at the agents. I'm like, yo, it's the dude with the lazy eye. Like he's back again. He's the agent. He's the agent. He's gotcha. one of the agents. Gotcha. I'm like, oh shit. Like no wonder this is taking long. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a dick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are like getting pissed now. More and more pissed. And the thing I learned about Italian people in Italy, yeah, and even my boy from here said this, like, yo, Italians and Jamaicans have a lot in common. And, like, one of the things I noticed like is attitude? that... <laughs> like, everyone in Italy yeah. is completely unbothered. Until something happens, then it's, like, World War Three, right? So, basically, you got all these people waiting in line, and this Italian family, like, kind of just walks up and tries to like skip the whole line next thing you know all these italian people just start yelling at this family italian <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. almost like stereotypical with the hands yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. me and chris are dying in this line now people are getting angry one of the um security security or agents come out and he's like listen who here is going to heathrow maybe like 30 of us raise our hands and they're like all right all you guys get come to the front of the line because your plane's gonna be leaving soon so I'm ahead of Chris. Talks my agent. He's like, passport, uh, COVID test, um, where you're going to be staying in England, right? Hand him all the documents. Looks at it, stamps. He's like, good to go. So I go. Chris, he's being held up because someone in front of him didn't have their shit ready. So okay. like, he's just being held up. Yeah, yeah. So I walk past uh, <laughs> customs. I walk down the steps. I see the gate. And it's a small plane so I can see the doors that we go through and I yeah, see yeah. the plane on the tarmac. Bro. Okay. So I get to the, the gate. This short Italian woman, right? She's like, do you have your passport? I'm like, boom. Do you have your uh, COVID test? I'm like, here you go. Uh, do you have your passenger locator form? I'm like, yep. And I like start walking, bro. Like I'm like, sick. I have everything I need. I start walking and she's like, sorry. I was, I was like, what? And she's like, you're not getting on this flight. And I was like, what do you, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I'm not getting on this flight. Remember Chris isn't here yet. He's not there. He's not there yet. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not getting on this flight. And she's like, your COVID test. I'm like, what's wrong with my COVID test? Yeah, you checked the other part. Already, they they? Checked it everywhere. Ryan, <laughs> just listen. I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong with my COVID test? And she goes, um, she says, your COVID test is in Italian. And I'm like, I'm in Italy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm in Italy, 
And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? It's an Italian. She's like, yeah. Like if you look at the fine print on the, when you booked your flight, it says that England, no, it's hold on. Listen, no, no, listen to me. It says that England will only accept uh, COVID tests in English. in English, French or Spanish. So I'm, I'm standing there. Right. And I'm like, listen, well, I was like, listen, she doesn't know what I know, which was when I flew into London. Yeah. Crazy easy. Yeah. Like I, we landed, no one checked our shit. Right. You had to have all your stuff, but no one checked your shit. It was very, I don't say it was like lax, yeah. but it was easy. But it's not as strict as the people think. Yeah. So I was said to her, I'm like, listen, I know they won't care. Wait, oh, she's trying to be the. No, no. She, she's saying they will not accept. That's this. what I'm saying. She's. She's trying to be super strict and about you'll, and you'll see why. So wow. she's saying they won't accept this. And I'm yeah. like, no, I know they will. I'm like, I know they will. And yeah. Even if they don't, I'll take the fine. Right. Right. She's like, you're not getting on this. Fl-. She's like, you're not getting on this flight. Now, Chris is like coming down the stairs. This guy's got the big smile on his face. Like, yo, about to go back to London, party it up. It'll be fun. And I'm like, yo, bro, we're not getting on this plane. <laughs> he's like, why? I'm like, because our COVID test in Italian. He's like, but we're in Italy. Like, no. He's like, we're in Italy. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? So then, now Chris is arguing with this woman, right? Like, you guys are like at, at, in the fucking tunnel? No, we're not. We're, we, there is no tunnel. Like, literally, pretend you're the you're the agent. Yeah. Right? Behind you is the plane. I can see the plane. Oh, okay. okay. Walk through some glass doors. There's the plane. Got you, got you. Right. So, me and Chris are like arguing with this woman. Another agent comes and she's like, "Yo, I have to let all these other people through." So they'll start letting people through, right? She's like, "Listen." You have to call the pharmacy and get them to send you like a translated uh, version? digital version, right? And I'm like, they didn't give us a digital version. They gave us a hard copy. Yeah. And I can't call them. I don't speak the language. <laughs> so she's like, listen, I'll call them for you. She calls them. Yo, bro, this woman is on the phone talking to the pharmacist like it's her best friend. Like it's like they've known each other their entire lives in Italian. Yeah. So I don't, we don't know what the fuck they're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. She, there's no urgency in her. <laughs> like she's just calm. She's just cooling. <laughs> like kind of like chuckling at yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Like me and Chris are getting heated. Cause I'm like, the flight leaves at 12 by this point, bro. It's like 1040. Mm. Same feelings you're getting. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, we better get on this fucking plane, bro. She hangs up the phone and she's like, yeah, sorry, they're, they're not going to send you an English copy. <laughs> After all that? I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Chris is holding the paper document in her face, and he's like, <laughs> you know this says negative. Bro. You can see it. You know this says negative. <laughs> it gets worse. Yeah, yeah. So by this point, I'm arguing with the woman that like wouldn't let me get on the plane. Yeah, yeah. Chris now is just like, yo, we're getting on this plane, bro. And he like walks by her completely, goes to the glass doors. <laughs> he goes to the glass doors and basically two other uh, gay agents who are also women, like go to the doors and they like hold the doors. And Chris is like, yo, Z, man, they're, we're not, we're getting on this plane. We're not missing it. We're not missing it over this bullshit. <laughs> He's erratic. Yeah, bro, Chris, Chris is yelling, bro. Like he's heated. He's heated. I'm heated, but I, I'm like still yeah, talking. Yeah. He's like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Chris is on like that fuck that energy. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. yo, I'm pissed, but like, I need to be able to talk to you. Yeah, right? yeah. As this is happening, as I'm talking to the woman next to me, the two women that are in front of Chris, they're just like, sir, if you go through these doors, we're going to have to call the authorities, right? <laughs> as she, as that woman says this, the woman I'm talking to, hears the word authorities. 
it was something out of a movie, bro. As soon as she hears that, you know when you see like white women panic in movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what she does. She hears the word authorities. She just cuts off our conversation. She like fumbles the phone in her hand to like get ready to call the cops. I'm not even bullshitting. Like she starts fumbling. She's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta call the security, right? Immediately, I'm like, Chris. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to the Italian prison, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, come back. Cause we're, she's ready to call. Yo, she's ready to call. And I think. We're so heated yeah. that like Chris isn't really like we're both not speaking. Like, that's what it looks like optically. Optically, none of this looks yeah, good. Yeah, Two yeah. niggas trying to yeah, get yeah, on this plane. Yeah. On top of that, like we're we're just in a position where it's just us yelling at these ladies, right? right, now, right? In English. In English, <laughs> they all they all speak English, yeah, but it yeah. just looks bad. Yeah, so yeah. The, Chris comes back. The woman's like, "All right, so this is what's gonna happen." And she's like, you walk with me, we're gonna talk. So she literally walks us through like a bunch of like secret passageways out to where we got off the bus at the airport. I think she's like, what you're gonna do is you're gonna go over there and you're gonna take uh, the rapid COVID test. Like a new test. New test. Once it says it's like positive or negative, you'll be able to get on another flight. And I was like, well, are you guys gonna reimburse us for this flight that we're fucking missing now? She's like, no, like you have to get a whole new flight pissed right pissed already so then we go get this test done ryan we do this test we get the results back in five fucking minutes okay we were there since eight in the morning so at any point if someone you could have actually looked at our test you could have just like, done that we yeah, just done that. So now, time. I'm, now I'm so pissed. Right? And no one stopped. You've been showing people all day. No all day. Showing people all day. No one said shit. So I'm pissed. <laughs> By this point, I'm like, this is my this was my biggest issue yeah, yeah. traveling while COVID was happening. Because now I'm realizing, oh, it's not like, aligned. Like it's not aligned. Yeah. Like, I don't have an issue with these things that are in place at all. It's just the communication is not consistent. It's so I'm, at pissed. All. I'm pissed now, right? And we're like, all right, gotta book another flight. Get home. There was not another flight to get home from Italy to London until 9 p.m. that night. And you're still in the morning right now or just so, at, afternoon. <laughs> now it's like 1230. Yeah. So we're like, fuck, we just chill here all day, right? So we're pissed. We're pissed for like the first three hours. Then it becomes a thing where it's just kind of funny. Yeah. Like there's gonna be a funny story to tell. We get on this plane with all our shit, right? At night. At night. We don't land in, we couldn't even fly back to Heathrow. We had to fly into like London Luton Airport, which is like an hour and a half from where we were staying <laughs> by car. Yeah. So that Uber ride back home was like 80 pounds, bro. Yeah. It was so expensive. So we fly into London, we land there. And as soon as we land, Chris and I are like looking at the landing times and we realized there's like 11 planes that all just landed at the same time. So customs is about to be stupid. Mm. Get off this plane, customs was fucking ridiculous, right? <laughs> the line was so crazy. And all of a sudden our line starts moving fast. Like so quick. And we're like, what? I'm not complaining. We just move through quick. We get to the gate. We take our passport, scan it. Yeah. Because yeah. if you have the Canadian passport as a digital thing, yeah. right? so you scan it. We go through. Good to go. We get an Uber. Go home, right? So I'm pissed already. Pay for this $80 Uber. It's going to be an hour and a half to get home. Time we get home, it's like two in the morning. But halfway on the way home, Chris and I are like just dead, right? Like cogs out. <laughs> yeah. In the backseat of this guy's car. And I just like wake up. I just wake up pissed, like in a cold sweat. <laughs> and Chris is like, what? What's wrong? I'm like, no one checked our COVID test when we got in England. They even care after all of that. 
They didn't even care. <laughs> it's not that they didn't even care. Didn't even there was check. there was no one there to do such just, thing. You just got pulled through. So I'm pissed. So this is the worst part of the entire story, bro. Do you know what? And I'm when I when I do this, I'm gonna post because I saved the documents. <laughs> okay. Do you know what the Italian word for negative is? Just take a wild guess what you think it could be. <laughs> Nega or something like no, that? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a guess what you think it might be. Because you know what the French word for negative is? Negative. Negative, yeah. What do you think it is in Italian? The same? Similar? Negativo. Same. It's the same yeah. word, yeah. but with an, with an o. o at the end instead of an E. Right. So literally, when the woman's like, yeah, your COVID test is in Italian. It has nothing to do with, like, you can read it. You can read it. You can read it. <laughs> you can read it. Look, look, apparently the British won't be able to read that. <laughs> They're gonna be like, apparently they won't ah, be able to read it. Sorry, don't know. <laughs> and I mean, I get even more heated because the new COVID test that we got, everything on the page, literally everything on this page was in Italian. The only thing, the only reason we got on the plane is because it. The results literally said this, Ryan. It said negativo slash not the English negative. No, I'm <laughs> that's geez. what it said, bro. I'm just that's why we got on the plane. Just for clarification, in case you don't know what this means, <laughs> they may not be sure. <laughs> I wanted to punch a hole in the wall so <laughs> that, bad. That would cheese me so bad. And it was just like it was like the world was telling us, it was like, listen, you guys were having too good of a trip. Yeah, that would cheese we me. need to humble you. I was so pissed. That would choose me. I couldn't believe it. Oh man. Honestly, like it's traveling during this time and just the time we're in right now is just it's just very, very frustrating time for a lot of people. Um both of yeah, both our stories very different, but just the frustration is definitely the same. The yeah, feeling like of just, I, the feeling of just lack of control, the feeling of just like abuse of power, you know. Um like my thing is I fully I fully like encourage people to travel like during yeah, COVID. Yeah. Like it, it, things are in place now to do it. It's just certain places you can tell which places have like a, they're just not communicating. All right. the countries aren't communicating together. Yeah. Like it'd be easier for every place, which is like, you just need a rapid test. Or if everyone just came together, like you need a PCR test. And just stand, standardize That's it. it. Yeah. I shouldn't have to like research different countries and be like, all right, what do they need? What does this place need? Like, yeah. just make it fucking simple so yeah. everyone gets it. But who knows, bro? Who knows? Well, there are there are two of our airport stories. <laughs> um, in other news, um, how how's things been? Like, I guess work wise for the last couple of months with you here and just like it's been. Um, it's been pretty good. I mean, like I've just been doing like more directing stuff and producing and then obviously still doing the fitness stuff. I think, um, I think right now I'm definitely going through like a transition stage though in my overall life and like career wise. Yeah. Um, and like I was having a conversation with my boy today about it too. And it's just, I think I'm just getting to a point now where I'm like, okay, I have to, I have to narrow down what it is that I'm going to do and just focus on that one thing. You know, I do so many different things and now it's getting to the point where I'm like, yeah, I just, I just got to narrow it down. That's all I got to do. And I know when I think about what makes me 
the happiest work-wise is doing anything in cinematography, film, all that shit. So yeah. that's what I have to do more often, you know? Versus um, what? Versus just being all over the place, like doing shit in fitness, mm. then doing like- Or you mean like all the arms. Yeah. yeah. I don't need, I don't like, I just get into a point where it's like, I don't, I don't need to be doing all of these things. The only reason I do all these things is because I keeps like you, it. It keeps you busy. It keeps me busy. I like it. It literally plays into my whole ADHD thing. Like I just like doing so many different things, but it's about channeling it more into one realm, you know? So that's kind of where I'm at. Utilizing now. yourself better. Yeah. You know, and, um, and conserving your energy. That's a big one. Yeah. And I was, th- I was thinking about this not too long ago, you know, that, you know, the further on we go yeah. in what we do for a living, you kind of reflect back on like where you started and then you're able to also have certain conversations with younger people or people who are early in the career of what we do. And I would love to get your opinion on this because I think I'm kind of worried that we're at a point now where a lot of the, like I sound like an old head, but like a lot of the younger generation, they don't want to put in the work. Like the, they don't want to go through that phase where you kind of eat shit in order to get to the next level. Um, and you really see it when you're doing certain things that are high level and realize that, Oh, like some of you don't have like the technical skills or like people skills or like certain knowledge to speak to certain things. Like you might have a vision, but you don't know how to communicate it. So that's why it's a struggle. And I'm just like, dude, like how, how many of you actually came into this not knowing anything and had to teach yourself everything? I, but I also think, I also think for the younger generation of, 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 you know, creatives and just kids in general, like a lot of things are, are, are accelerated for them. Right. And like, it's, it's partially by, by economy, but also by design in a way. Yeah. Like the way like, things have changed. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just, it's, yeah. it's things are not like, if you, okay. If you just think about barrier to entry, just that alone for, for any industry right now, yeah. whether it's athletic industry, sports, you know, creative, whatever the, the barrier to entry doesn't really exist anymore if you know the right people. Yeah, I like think it's, I think it's it, almost it's it's allowing it's it's removing the necessity for personal or technical growth. It's just yeah, you can literally be like, I have a boy who's already famous. Uh, chill with him for a bit, and yo, you'll you'll be there, bro. Yeah, do this, do these three things, and you'll get the job. Like it's it's just there's so many shortcuts accessible out there. Yeah, and they're. F- and they're known shortcuts. Like before, there's there always shortcuts in life for everything out there. Yeah, but gonna, yeah. they used to be like very protected shortcuts. Like only a few people would know them. Like now, it's like the shortcuts are just out there. The blueprints there for everyone to do. Yeah. Now they're just like following the same blueprint that they saw someone else get famous or someone else get popular or someone else got this got this job by just doing these three things. Yeah. And it's just it's just it's cheating the work. So this is interesting because you're right. Like it's I think the phrase it's not what you know but who you know that, yeah. that's always been relevant yeah, yeah. always always been relevant i think what i've noticed though is i've come across people in my life very recently especially who you know fully believe that and they have had 
certain level of success because of that when they were younger you know they were afforded certain opportunities that other people just quite frankly didn't get and it's because of who they knew the difference is is like as they got older they recognize that and now they're trying to like give back which is what you should be doing right right but i think you bring up a really good point about yes things have changed now where the ease of access to certain things um much more open so now you got people in some high positions some people doing things that like you know might seem out of their depth i know we talked about the whole imposter syndrome thing yeah, yeah. but it's just because yeah they they were right place right time they got connected with the right person someone believed in them they pushed them my only issue and i think it's because of what you and i do is i notice that okay it's great that you're there but you like you need to then take it upon yourself to learn these other areas, you know, because people can put you in the right places, but no one can teach you. No one can teach you how to yeah. learn, like learn or teach yourself. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, prime example is, um, you know, using what you said, right place, right time. Someone gets put in the right position. Oh, you can go direct this thing now, right? And I do both. Like I love shooting being behind the camera i love producing i love directing i really don't care where i'm at as i'm on set i love it but what i notice is i've genuinely worked with some directors who you know they'll they'll say like they they have a vision in their mind of what it is that they want to do but they have no technical understanding of what these cameras do right how these lenses work the different focal lengths why you saying to me i want like a specific type of shot doesn't work because of the tools that we have available <laughs> right right like but, but see but that but this is a problem where sometimes i have to check myself because i'm like okay i know that i'm not egotistical or i'm not like arrogant but i know that the reason the vision isn't getting across is because you don't you haven't taken the time to learn these things definitely you know, and it's like, why, like, why is that? But, but again, like I'm saying, like, it's like, it goes back to what you're saying. You're, yeah. It's not required. Yeah. Like it's, it's bothering you because you have done the work and yeah. I have done the work. Yeah. And it, it's, it's frustrating to a lot of people like us because, well, numerous reasons, some, those people who haven't done the work will be in positions higher than us. Mm. And you're like, how is, why yeah. am I listening to this guy, which yeah. is one or this girl. And two, it's like, the work that you put in sometimes sometimes gets overlooked mm. in the sense where it's like you know so much more, but people want to downsize you mm. back to the minimum. You're like, I no, I've I've learned these skills to allow myself to do more. Yeah. And they almost want to retract the other knowledge just just focus on this small part of knowledge that you know mm. and it almost feels like you're not utilizing yourself to your full capacity yeah right it's, it, it is really interesting when you say that because like i i agree with that yeah. and, and the thing is i don't i think i i think a long time ago i moved past the whole like why are they like, why are they there and I'm not kind of thing? Like, I we talked about this. The athlete yeah, mentality. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't yeah, get yeah. jealous in that way. But it just it bothers me because I'm I'm always thinking big picture. Whatever projects we're working on, I don't care what 
piece I'm working on within it. I just want the overall thing to be good. So when I work with someone who I realize just doesn't have like the knowledge that I think you should have, and maybe that's an ego thing there where it's like, I think you should have it. It's like, okay, this is just taken away from the overall vision. You know, if you, if you understood it better, it'd be, you could convey what it is you're looking for and things would make more sense. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, it, it is interesting. You're right. It's not really required anymore. Um, and it's interesting because there's so much information out there that make it so accessible. But for some reason, it's just, it's just kind of not happening. You know? I feel like the, this is a question slash a statement, but I feel like slash, do you feel like the appreciation for quality has highly diminished socially? Like when it comes to very high level stuff, quality is still required because you still need for movie sets and so on and so forth. But when it comes to socially consumable content, I feel like the desire for high quality is, has diminished like drastically. Yeah. Like if we're drastically, if we're talking about just because it, it used to also like, I feel like we went through a transition where it used to be, it used to be the thing. Like, there was a there was a stage where it's like when you saw quality, you're like, wow, like people are like, wow, like I want my stuff to be this level quality, like always. I want everything to be like this. And there's like a standard that people are actually excited to see when you saw quality on on socials or online. Yeah. Like you're like, wow, like this really makes a difference for my experience. Yeah. I feel like there's been a quick transition where it's now reversed with like yeah. with like the TikToks and all the all, all the quickly consumable content the the desire or the requirement or you know the the need mm. for quality has extremely diminished like yeah you'll see like i'm sure you you follow you know very creative people as well yeah, yeah. or just other stuff you see you come across online and you'll see you're like how more people not seeing like how are you guys not so, appreciating this so this is Do yeah. you see what they're using yeah Do you, like that so, we are we are we're personal connoisseurs for, for quality and love yeah. that personally. Yeah. But like when you see that stuff translating online and, and people aren't responding to it, you're like, are you guys crazy? Like, do you not see? So, so this yeah, like, so this is, this was crazy. Right? Yeah. You're mentioning this because so like, just to answer that part, yeah. I, I agree. I think, you know, everything is cyclical and we're, I think we're in that stage where based on the algorithms, these social media platforms it's designed for you to just quickly taking what's happening and because you're quickly consuming this stuff it almost takes something like the quality level almost has to be like astronomical astronomical, astronomical like, for, for, to, for it to stop you stop the average person right, right, right. the average person because you and people like us who are in the industry or whatever those things will always stop you when the moment you see it you're like wow that person took time right and the quality aspect isn't, I don't think it's completely, you know, applicable to things like TikTok or Instagram reels or any of these things, because the, like the platform itself doesn't, it doesn't allow a place for that type of stuff to foster. Like if I spend, I could spend, I could spend half a day or full day working on shooting something that I'm going to post on TikTok or Instagram reels. I could use these cameras. We could do, we could do whatever the fuck we wanted. And it probably nine times out of 10, 
will not get the same results as someone who shot some shit on their iPhone real quick. Like it just won't hundred percent. It just won't sometimes, sometimes it will, sometimes it won't. And even if it does is your, is the, is the time that you put in worth it versus what else you could have done. Right. You know, so I fully agree with you. And then the second part is, you know, I feel that all the time when I see certain people on social media and I'm like, how are more people not seeing your shit? Blows my mind. So when I was talking to my boy today, he was like, yeah, like when I got into directing and he's talking about this whole process, he's like, basically he just spent like a whole week and he essentially Googled like every agency that represents directors and all these people in Canada, the U S England. And then he found all the DPs they represented and like who represents them. And he just followed only these people. He followed basically thousands of DPs so that his Instagram was just very curated, which has inspirational terms. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is the only content I want to see. And he's like, as I'm looking at these accounts, like when you follow certain DPs, you realize they don't barely have any followers. Barely have any followers. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't even really post their work. They don't, they don't post what they're up to. They might not post for five months. And next thing you know, they're like, oh, this is a film. I just want movie on. out right now. Yeah. Movie out, blah, blah, blah. But the point is you see this shit and you're just like, you got these people who are shooting or shooting crazy music videos for the biggest artists in the world um, or shooting movies, shooting TV shows, blah, blah, blah. Things that people watch all the time and love and Nobody no, cares. No one cares. Like no one. Nobody cares where it shit. came from. And the, and I think the thing is, like, I think, I think to a certain extent, a lot of the people who are creating that content, they don't really give a fuck. Like they don't care that people aren't following them. Yeah. I think it's. I think, I think it's other people who appreciate their work. Yes. Are the ones that are like you. Yeah, like yeah. I wish more people would see what you're doing. Right. 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 So it is tough. Like I. I. I don't know what. I do wonder in today's day and age, is it possible to to shift it again, <laughs> shift it again or like blow up strictly because of your quality? I feel like you have to be such a niche. I think you have to be in such a niche market where people are already like, oh, what this person is doing is really interesting. Yeah. But then your quality matches it. It's like a prime example to me is once again, like someone on TikTok, um, You've de- you've definitely seen his shit before. It's this black dude named Wisdom. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right, like yeah. he does different outfits yeah, yeah. for like different things. And, yeah, like, he's the one, like like Avengers and stuff like yo, that. And- I saw this. I saw that one. The one he did on the Avengers. Nuts. So for people that don't know, this guy like he's a he's a model and he's like a fashion Stylist designer. And, yeah, makes his own clothes and basically he will just do different things. It was like outfits inspired by the Avengers. That one was nuts. And I was like, this is insane Nuts. what he's doing. Like, <laughs> not just the fact that he's styling, making the clothes, like putting it everything yeah, together, yeah. lining up. The it's transitions, also the editing. The edits. Like, the you, way- see when he, when you, you see when he did the Ant-Man one and crushed himself? Hold on, hold on. I started laughing. Hold on, hold on. I had to laugh. Hold on. Did, I, you, did you hear what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> did you take that in what you just said i laughed did you see the ant man one where he crushed himself yeah in a video edit yeah what <laughs> i laughed the man put the ant man suit together and Ant-Man made himself inspired Ant-Man, yeah. yeah Ant-Man inspired outfit shrunk himself in the edit and then 
transitioned to another outfit where he stepped on himself. <laughs> And I was like, nah. I'm like, this guy's a sicko. I was like, like, nah. I think that's usually my reaction when I see something so sick. You just laugh. I actually laugh. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm like, this is silly. This is nonsense. How are you doing this? Yeah. But I mean, this it's the it's the error in man. And it's it's not something you can it's not something you can kind of like stress about or concern yourself about, yeah. but it's just something you're just aware of. At least I'm something I'm I'm aware of it. And I, I'm I'm knowledgeable of it. Um I but I do think that um like I was thinking about, like I love to get your opinion on this. But I was thinking, you know, I think I think that a lot of people don't know what questions to ask because they aren't putting themselves in positions to find out what it is that they don't actually know. Very true, right? So, you know, you think about kind of what we do for a living. Or really, that mentality should just be present in everything that you do, right? But think think back to five years, five, six years ago when we first started owning cameras, like shooting, like doing all this stuff. It was because you put yourself in a position where you literally didn't know certain things that you were able to figure out more things. Definitely. Right? But I just think... I don't know. I find that people are kind of losing sight of that at times where it's like, yo, you should actually put yourself in uncomfortable positions. And it's weird. It, it's said so many times, but it's like, just fucking do it, bro. Like you have to. You understand how rare it is? Like, because we are who we are, it's hard to, it's hard to process it. Mm. But do you understand how rare it really is for people to lean into discomfort? Yes, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult for people to do. It's very difficult. It to us, it's it's very natural in, in a second nature for me. Like as an athlete, as a competitor, as a creative, as a as a, as a, a, a seeker of knowledge. Like we just we just like to just absorb. So to us, it's like I might be shit at this, but I'm gonna get good. Like trust me, give me a week, two weeks, a month. I'm gonna get good at this. Yeah, but it's. The average person, not even the average, the average and above average person, it's very rare for people to lean into discomfort. Mm. They they don't like it. People don't even like confrontation. Yeah. People don't even like breaking up with someone because it makes them feel weird. Like, yeah. So imagine like they'd rather play this whole weird they, they, long game you know instead say, of just so like it's stepping it's, into it's that. It's very yeah. uncommon to for people to lean into their discomfort because they're like. Nobody wants to feel like a failure. Nobody wants to feel like they're not good. They don't like, and most people don't understand that, that, that temporary feeling of you're not good at it at something is what you need to get better. Yeah. You need to be like, Oh shit, I'm not good at this. Where are my weak areas? Like instead of feeling like that or viewing it like that, the average person feels like I tried this. I'm not good. I suck. And yeah. it dies there. Yeah. It dies. And you know, it what, dies there. you know what I stopped saying? Like, I know you and I feel this way, but I've just changed my language on it. It's like when people say like, oh, I'm, I'm a perfectionist, right? Like I need to do this. Like I'm a perfectionist. I'm always looking. It's like, here's the, here's the reality of that statement. When people say, or what, at least if you say I'm a perfectionist, it's like, no, you're not like you're, you're just insecure. Like you're insecure about your work. Right. You care that much about your work that you're insecure about it as you should be. Right. right? Um, but cause the reality is when is the last time 
that you have ever done anything absolutely perfect. You can't. It's it's literally impossible. It's as good as you can do right now. It's as good as you can do at that given time. Right. Right. So once people actually understand that and stop putting this crazy pressure on themselves by Mm -hmm. saying like, it needs to be perfect. I'm a perfection. Your work, you'll never put work out if you have that mentality. And, and the crazy part about it is that like (laughs) the easy way to remove that mentality is by crushing you in a sense where it's like, show me something you think you did is perfect. Mm. And I'll show you someone who's way better than that. Yeah. There's always going to be someone. So like whatever yeah. you think, like, oh, finally I got to perfect. This is, this is perfect. You, you think this is perfect? Yeah. Okay. This person's 10 times better than that. That's mm. shit. Yeah. And not to fucking make you feel bad, but it's like, just to show you that like your perfect is someone else is regular and someone yeah. else is regular. Some like, yeah. so just, just move. Yeah. Just like there's, there is no perfect. There's, there is no, and someone else, the person I can show you that's better than you, I can show someone better than yeah, him. So yeah. it, it's just work to your strengths and compare yourself to your past self. And that's it. That's the only way you can move. Yeah, so if you keep looking like like a person's stuff that I keep seeing, and I think you, you know him and follow him, fucking Josh Tepp stuff is ridiculous. Okay, so Josh. What the jo- fuck is, so listen, is he on? He's, so listen, he's me, on like fucking creative steroids. Okay, so but me, I don't compare myself to that I know. stuff. I just look at him like, fuck, this Bro, is you see, some crazy stuff. You, and, I, and I move on. I know I'm good at my stuff. I know I'm good at my stuff. I know I'm great at what I do. I yeah. know my stuff is fucking amazing. I don't people give me comments. Oh my God, you saw this, blah, blah, blah. And I see this stuff. I'm like, I can't do that right now. Yo. And that's okay. Listen, that is great. Ryan. Josh Tepp. Josh Tepin, I don't fucking. You have, are incredibly talented. Yo, that, you know how I met and him? I look at it and I scroll by. Yeah. That's it. I've been following. So me and Josh, yeah, we've been following each other literally kind of since I started doing the drone shit. Yeah, yeah. Because he used to do drone stuff. I did drone stuff. Right. So we've been like internet friends for that long. Never met this guy. In person. He's from fucking Cleveland. Okay. He's from Cleveland. Yeah, like, yeah. He we used to talk about the fact he's like, dog. There's nothing. Nothing out here creatively at all in Cleveland. I think he's living in LA now, right? So when you get back there, you should link up. Sure. But um like I know I know he fucks with the podcast, but like it's it's crazy. Like that's that's he's a he's a really good example of that where it's like this is someone who is for sure, you know, starting to get a little bit more well known, did some shit for the Cavs, but it's like this is someone whenever I look at his stuff, I have to stop. I yeah, I either stop or I'm like, I literally think to myself this guy should have like half a million followers. Easy. Why half? More. Everything. Yeah, he should minimum. Give like, him everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, He's that good. Yes. And it's just like there's thousands, millions of people out there in the world who are just like that. Yes. Like if you He's just one. He's just one. You there's no way. There's no way. You have to be confident in yourself as a creative or, or in anything that you do in life. But there's no way as competitive as you and I are mm-hmm. because of our athletic background, you can't get so lost in your own sauce that no. you believe that like no one is better than you. Oh, silly. If I believe that I wouldn't compete. <laughs> it's silly. I want to beat the best. That's why, <laughs> yeah, I that's would, why I, you compete. I literally would not like, compete. I, I want to beat you. Yeah. And until I do, I will not stop. That's what pushes you. That's what pushes me. Yeah. It's like, I, I do not feel like I'm the best. Yeah. I know I'm better than a lot of y'all. Yeah. But I don't stop because I'm like, I know I'm not better than that. Yeah. <laughs> and I may never be better than that, but I'm gonna keep working until I get close. It's hum- and like, Yo, that's just what it is. And it's, hum- it's humbling as it should be. Because 100%. What's even crazier is di- it's different when you're like, okay, 
this person is better than me. They also have, you know, like a million followers. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, that makes sense. Yeah. It's super humbling when you're like, this person's work is crazy. And they either have less followers less than, you, than you around the same. You're as like, you, I don't deserve just a little this. Bit. You're like, you're what? Like, I don't deserve these. You're like, followers. I'm like, why are these people following me? <laughs> go there. Yeah, go to him. Yeah, yeah. Send all my followers yeah, to him yeah. or her. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I know. it's a real thing. I, I just know. think I just think it's um, you know, I I know this all steps spawned off of me just asking a question like, do people are people still putting in the work? And I look. The, as this conversation has gone on, I believe that people are. It's just happening in different ways yeah. now, right? But I think the real issue is the medium in which this shit is existing. Yeah, because quite frankly, it's the mediums that the content lives on that kind of dictates how much work needs to be put into it. Yeah, if it doesn't require a lot, they're not gonna do a lot. You know, like you can. You can blow up on things like TikTok or Instagram Reels, just making with your cell phone cook, cooking tutorials with your cell phone. That's so, all you need. So right? why go? Why go harder? Why put more into it? Right. If it's not requiring that, why am I doing that? There's there's only a few types of people. Mm. Like this can go back into fucking schooling and like grade grading when you're in school. Yeah. Where it's like the teacher says this is the requirement you need, mm. and they just hit that. Yeah. There's few personality types and people that are saying i know i can pass with this but i'm about to fucking blow this shit out the water <laughs> like yeah that's just a personal personal vendetta and a personal choice and a personal competitiveness but you don't have to do that and yeah especially if if you know for a fact you'll still be fine doing the bare minimum but you, that 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 desire to go above and beyond just comes from you. Mm. And that's what separates certain creators from other people. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not needed. Yeah. I don't need to work as hard as I do. It's just, I genuinely want that. I want my quality to a certain level. And it's, and when you think about it, it's, it's intrinsic mm. because it's like, if it's been proven and it's shown time and time again, that I can put out lazy stuff and it still will do well. Then Why, I'm not, yeah. I'm not clearly I'm not doing it f- for that. Like if I know yeah. if I know it's proven you I can bro you can get away with putting on mediocre stuff and you'll still be fine bro yeah and I'm still like but nah yeah. like that means it's for me for me yeah because mm. it's not I'm not I'm not putting more work in for you I'm not doing it for the algorithm I'm not doing it for the engagement because clearly it's, it's telling me you don't need to put that much work in bro like you're you'll get away with that and it's like I'm like yeah but I want more you know what I'm saying. And that's that's just what separates certain people. It's not a requirement. It it's it's the reason for why you're doing things. Yeah. You know, the reason I do things is for that quality and for that purpose. I'm not doing it for the engagement for the people, for the likes, for the fame or whatever. Yeah. And when you can separate that, then I feel like like I made a I made a um I made a post yesterday, I think, and the caption was I was like, if you catch me, I stopped. Yeah. Like you're never gonna catch me because I'm not stopping. Yeah. You're never going to catch up to me. Like, yeah, that means I take either took a break. I stopped. If like, you touch my back, I stopped moving. Not because you caught up. Cause I, I'm always surpassing what I've done and not because I have to, because I generally want to and feel like I need to not because that's a required from the people. Not cause no one's asking for, yo, Ryan, I wish you put a little bit more work. No one's ever been like, I wish you gave more effort into something I gave them. Never. Yeah. It's always like, Oh yeah. shit. Like, wow. Like, and I, I, I also thrive from that feeling of being like, yo, we expected this and you did that. 
and I that's another intrinsic thing. It's for me. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? It makes a lot of sense. So that's when people ask me like what motivates myself or what motivates me to do, to do certain things, it's like me. I motivate me. It's not it's none of y'all. No, yeah, like, no, it's fair. Yeah, like, that makes a lot of it's sense. It's none of y'all. No yeah. one's telling me to do more or asking, like, oh, I wish you put a little more effort. Like, it's not, no one has ever been like put more into this, Ryan. Like, it feels like you rushed this. No, I will say to myself, yeah. I feel like I rushed this. Yeah. I should put more into this for myself yeah. to feel good for myself. And that's what keeps me going. So, um, before we wrap, definitely got to talk about some relationship stuff. Hmm. Um, wouldn't be a full episode without it. Um, still happily married somewhere. Next question. <laughs> um, how's your, how's your 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 lady friend? Um, I won't name her on here, but how's everything? How's the dating life? Yes. Um, it's good. <laughs> like it's good. Like I don't know what to say. Like it's um uh okay. Like literally, Does I feel was, different. Yeah, the whole thing feels different. Like everything about it feels different in Why? general. What's the diff- what's the biggest difference you notice in yourself this this time around the sun? I think just uh I think in general now it's about the biggest difference I've noticed is just how cognizant I'm trying to be of like not just myself and all this. I don't I th- the selfishness, selfishness of it? Yeah, like I I not to say that I've 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 been like a selfish no, just, person you're just with, more but conscious. It, now I'm like way 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 more conscious of these things and it trickles down into like other areas of my life. So I think that's the main thing that I've noticed. Um you know, fucking dating is great and it can also be so shit sometimes, you know? Like <laughs> just cuz feelings involved yeah. and trying to figure shit out and you know so you know just taking it slowly but trying to trying to figure it out that's good what about you i'm still single mm. um i think i'm in a position where i'm like i can't even get into anything till i'm situated somewhere mm. like i'm right now i'm in toronto but half in toronto i mean when i'm in la i'm halfway in la like i don't i feel like i'm not talking to anyone, i'm not talking to anyone in toronto Cause I'm like, I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah. Like why am I going to start something with anyone here and be like, Oh, by the way, I don't want to live here. And most likely wh- whoever I meet here, that's somewhat, you know, comfortable in their life right now. Huh. They're not trying to pick up their life and move to LA. Yeah, so that, that would just be silly. If I meet someone who's all together, as I would be expecting, yeah. they're all together here. <laughs> like have a life, have a fucking plans set yeah. here. Like that's, yeah, they're it would be pointless for me to be like, I love that your life is taken right now. Um, you want to just come to LA and just rip that up? <laughs> like what? So I've left women alone here. And then the women I met in LA, which has been a few, um, I've just been in this like, I'm not fully here yet. So I feel like- It doesn't make sense. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. Like locking up with you while I'm still back and forth and still Especially- even, and having really like lived there. Hmm. Like, like, imagine like you were you were with someone during this whole visa bullshit. Can you imagine? It would just be, be a nightmare. It just be, yeah. I have a question for you because yeah. I saw me and uh, Lauren actually were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Saw a TikTok. Basically, you ever heard that phrase like you can't you can't love someone until you love yourself? Yeah. Do you believe that? You can't love someone until you love yourself. Yeah. No. I don't believe that. Okay. I'm, I'm like, so, I'm so glad you said that. Why don't you believe that? Because I, I feel like 
the act of love has nothing to do with your personal self love. Okay. Like you, you the, yeah, like I agree. You, you can love for various reasons for abandonment, for to avoid, for mm-hmm. how they make you feel yeah. or whatever. It, it doesn't, you can hate yourself and yeah. be like, I love this person because they make me feel better about myself do or whatever, you, the reason, whatever the reason is. But so yeah. by that, by that logic as well, because yeah. this was also in the TikTok, do you also think that, like, so do you think that you need to be at like a hundred, a hundred percent or close to a hundred percent in order to be in a relationship with 100% what? Like, like successful? No, like, like how you feel about yourself, like your self love. Like you have to be at your max to be, in a, just be close to it. Like, do you think you're, you have to feel really good about where you are at like with yourself do you think you have to be there in order to be in a relationship with someone do i think i or do i think people people like and then you can answer for you because they remember that's something that that's the message that gets pushed out all the time right Right. like you can't love someone until you love yourself Yeah, yeah, yeah or like if you if you don't if you don't love yourself, you can't be in a right, right? Right. this is not something I'm making no, up. It's something no, we've heard it's, forever, it's, right? Definitely heard it out there for sure. So it's like, do you believe those things? So the self-love part, I don't believe is a necessity. Mm. The part about do you feel like you have to be or feel good about yourself or feel yeah. like you're sorry, feel like you're where you're supposed to be or where you're at, whatever, mm. whether it's career wise or financially, yeah. whatever. I believe that does apply for a large amount of people, including yeah. myself. I agree. I agree. Like, truthfully, I might like a girl, but if I'm not, I don't have to be where I want to be because it's a, it's a continuous journey, right? Yeah. But if I don't feel like I'm on the trajectory of where I'm trying to go to mm. or haven't had things set up properly where I'd like them to be for me to get to where I want to get to, yeah. I wouldn't get into something because I'm, I feel like it would just be a distraction to me. Yeah. I'd be like, it naturally you're to, to be in a, in a successful relationship and a, and a loving relationship, you have to give. Yeah. You, you have to, you have to give from something from your, from somewhere. Yeah. It has to come from some energy, whether it's time, energy, mm-hmm. commitment, you know, care, whatever. And if I still haven't, if I still haven't got to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable with what I'm doing in my career or where I want to be like, I'm almost taking resources away from my mission to give to you. Yeah. I also, I agree with that. I actually really do agree with it, but I also think it's, there's another component to it where yes, it might, it may be a distraction to me, but it also falls in line with, well, like depends how you feel about said person. Because if you feel they can if you, you if you feel strongly about that person, it's yeah. not even about them helping you. It's okay. more like if you feel strongly about this person, but you also recognize mm, I'm not really where I want to be and all this type of stuff. Obviously, you're doing that for you. Yeah. But there is a component of it where you're saying I'm not where I want to be for that person. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm not where I want to be for yes, that person yes. either. Yes. Right? So I think that's I think that I fully agree with that. Yes. And I do believe that people should do what they need to do in order to, you know get to whatever they feel like is the best version of themselves. Um, the, I think my big issue, and this is the conversation I was having when people say things like you, you, you know, you can't love someone else until you love yourself or any of these things is it. 
it inherently makes me think like I find that statement kind of abusive <laughs> okay because <laughs> because it's like okay you expect me to believe that all right if I don't love myself like I like someone else can't love me because I'm not in that position yet. Right. Mm. But it's like, you're telling me that someone out there out of the billions of people <laughs> on this planet, like someone can't hold that space for you and still love you. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I'm no, I, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like, there's no, there's no way that in any way like you have to be complete. <laughs> yeah. There's no way in any Like you should, you should feel comfortable with yes, where you're at. Yeah, absolutely. You should. Absolutely. And if whatever you need to do in order to get there. Yes. But your journey to self-love is, is, is a, is a process. It never and so, ends. And of course it not. literally never ends. Of course it, it's always happening. It's yes. always, always yes. happening. And it goes like this. Yes. Sometimes it's down. Sometimes it's up. Like, and that person is there for you during those times. You know what I mean? Like you have to allow people. And I, and like, that's something I'm trying to learn, right? Like at my big, big age, I'm trying to like get comfortable with the fact that, yeah, like sometimes I'm hard on myself or like, and it's I, okay. And I, or I need to like, let people like, I need to let more people in to be helping me in these situations, yeah. right? especially like women I've had in my life. But I just think that idea that like, you can't love someone until you love yourself. It's like, I get it to a certain extent, yeah. but that statement also is saying that like, no one else, no one else will love you. Until until you love yourself, and yes. it's like no, that's not true. Yes, like, I completely understand. I completely you sh- agree. You, you should let people like people can hold space for you. You know. So the last question, I guess I'll ask for both of us, because something I've been like, I guess, kind of struggling with in the sense where I've noticed now, like this time around, being single, I'm actually. I'll ask you your perspective on this from what you know of me this time around being single. I'm very, I feel like I might be too tough. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Little Scooby needs that. What? I think I might be too tough. Too like, tough in what? Like, like on, on women. <laughs> what? I never thought I'd hear you say that. It's I've been sitting with it for like a few months now, and I'm like, I never in my life bro. thought I would ever hear you say that, huh? But like, it's holy smokes! It's something I've really been like sitting with, and I'm like, <laughs> wow, yeah. So like, the reason I say that for some context is that holy like, holy smokes. Anyway, go on. I know too much. And it's almost my Achilles heel. No pun intended. My actual Achilles is re- recovering. <laughs> but <laughs> your piece of shit. <laughs> but it's it's actually it's starting to feel like my Achilles heel in the sense where it's like I know too much. Mm-hmm. I've dated a lot of girls. Yeah, like you know, in my adulthood, let's say, like I'm not gonna count high school, but like in my adulthood, I think I've dated about like six girls. Okay, right. And from that, it's like they've all been different and I've broken up with them for different reasons, but I've taken different things from each, each one as we naturally should. But then in a sense, it's like now I've seen, at least in my perspective, all the scenarios. Yeah. So like, I'm already like, 
I'm just examining every, like I know way too, I know yeah. so much. It's so, it, I have, sometimes it's, like it's possible to have too much information. Yeah, but so do you feel like you're at a point now where you're saying, all right, I've dated different girls. I know too, like I've seen too much. I've been through too much. Like where, how am I the com- common denominator here? Like what role am I playing in all of this? I, which I've acknowledged my role as well. Like yeah. it's, I'm, I'm, you know, my terms of how I operate and mm. how I, you know, I'm very easy to, to detach and yeah. so on and so forth. And I can be harsh and like, I'm mm. aware of those things that I've been told. Mm. Um, but I'm just saying in a sense where it's like, it's very difficult for me now to, to allow things to <laughs> be <laughs> like just to let the just let the process be the process because I, because I just I catch everything like I'm do you get what I'm saying yeah I get it I get it look here's the thing like how will anyone get through like if I'm like I'm trying to I'm yeah. I'm honestly asking myself that how here's can, the thing. how will anyone get through unless I literally turn a blind fucking eye that's what it feels like yeah it feels like it that feels like like I don't know maybe I'm <laughs> maybe I'm I don't know so here's the thing I think that you have a I think you have like a very particular set of like things that you don't want to budge on. Like most people do, like most people have non-negotiables. Yeah, yeah. Most people have non-negotiables. I think that I think that maybe the thing that's hardest for you is like compromise. Because that falls in line with what you just said, where right. it's like, like, how's anyone going to get through? Because it means that I have to turn a blind eye to some shit, right? And some of those things that you turn a blind eye to could be actually very detrimental, like things that yes. you shouldn't turn a blind yes. eye to. And sometimes those things that you turn a blind eye to could be things that aren't actually a big deal at all. Right. But deciphering which is but, which which is which but i think you're also a um especially because like i like i understand it more about myself you're also like a neurotic person but it shows up very differently because you're very like particular yes <laughs> right? like, you're <laughs> yeah. very particular yeah, about yeah. your things the things that you do the things that you're into like things have to be a certain way and I don't think there's anything wrong with that per se. It just means that you like. It's you a very all, gruesome process. Yeah, it's, it's not a fun process. It's not yeah. going to be a fun process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the thing is, at least you're aware of this now, because it'd be very different if you're still walking around like not aware of this yeah, and yeah, just being like, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah, why yeah. isn't this working? It's like, now, you know, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, there might be some things I can change. But like, this is kind of who I am, right? Right. It's no different. Like everyone has certain things about themselves, where it's just like, yeah, man. Like this is why this keeps on happening. Like every single time, bro. Yeah. Every single time, and I face it. I face it in a different way. Yeah. You know, like my my thing is, um, I was just saying this, bro. Like yeah. sometimes I compromise too much you know and it's not it's not actually on the big things sometimes it's like the small things where i don't give a fuck i'm like but what it does is 
But what it's done in every relationship that I've been in creates an environment. It creates an environment down the road where it's like, oh, like it's not that the person doesn't respect me, but it's the person basically can um it becomes harder for them to compromise for me on certain things because now things aren't necessarily 50 50 all the time. Right. And that's you, cause you created, you created that. I, I created that environment. Yeah. So now that's something I'm trying to work on now where it's like, okay, like I know it's, that's part of who I am and I know where it comes from. I don't want to just stop compromising altogether, yeah. but I'm trying to put my, basically like put my foot down on more shit and just be like, eh, no, I'm not doing that because like, this is the reason why I'm just being honest with you. Like, this is what it is. And like, I'm actually having those conversations more and it's getting me way further. Cause I'm just like, I don't need to do this anymore. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need to play these games. You don't need to play these games. I don't need to play these games. Like, yeah, I want to compromise, but like I, there's a certain level where I won't do it. Right. So the opposite for you is like, yeah, like, like I have no leeway. <laughs> Yeah, you're constantly like you're like a fucking camera, like just, <laughs> just constantly scanning for shit, and it's like the compromise there is it would be for you actually saying to yourself, "Look, like how like is this really is that thing really a big deal? Is it really?" And like sometimes it might be, yeah, sometimes yeah. it won't be, and yeah, if it yeah. won't be, you, then you it's like you just need to be like, "Okay, let it, let it go, let it go completely." But that's gonna be hard for you. It, hard. It, I mean, it is, and I, I think that's that's a big reason why. Like, if we're being really honest, I've been single for over a year now, and which is I've I've enjoyed, but I've also been like, I could have been in a relationship before, like within this last year and a half. Yeah, and I've been like, no, like to, it's, it's not it's not even like it's it's one thing if it's like there weren't prospects like that's different it's like you go a whole year and you're like can't find a man i can't find a girl like i just i've been actively looking and like just having case here huh yeah like just, the case. just yeah. having you know found someone i'm interested in just it's just it's just you know it's not that it's i have met some people that i'm like this could be cool this could be that that could be uh-huh. and i just been like no no nah no like and then, and like when i look back i'm like am i even like give them a chance yeah and should i though mm. like there's like it's like this like complex of like are you giving them a chance but why should you mm. like what do they do that makes you even want to give them a chance and then there's this constant tug of war of like but are you being entirely open to allow them to like yeah you know so, what I mean? here, so here's here's my just external outtake yeah. on it. it's like yeah like you might be struggling with am i giving them the opportunity to show me something but what you're also doing is creating an environment for yourself where the woman has to be perfect, which is impossible because yeah. we're not perfect. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like the woman has to be perfect. And then what ends up happening is you end up fucking your own self over because this is just a guess, but it's like you meet, you will meet a girl who n- you know what? I know every man is going to agree with this, but it's like <laughs> yeah. when you when you meet a woman that you're actually like very into, yeah. there's almost nothing she can do wrong. Nothing. It's very true. If you're really into this yeah, woman, yeah. like you think this woman is perfect, 
Even though she's not, but you feel like it. You feel that way. Yeah. You feel that this woman's perfect for the first couple weeks, couple yeah. months, like until she shows you something yeah. Yeah. that you're like, oh, she's not perfect. Reality. But I still, but I still love yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. But what's happening with you is she's showing you she's perfect. She's showing you she's perfect. She's showing you she's perfect. And then like when the first thing happens where she doesn't show you that a voice in your brain is going, Oh fuck. She yeah. ain't the one. <laughs> that's what, that's what your brain is doing yeah, because yeah. of like this environment you're fostering because of like how it is. Yeah. It's true. It's very true. So it's like, you almost have to work backwards here and be like, how do I like get out of that? You're really your own worst enemy in this situation. And this is what I was going to say. Like, I don't think that, I don't know if you feel differently about this, but I think, yeah, to a certain extent, we all have. If you've been in a relationship with a woman for a long time and it doesn't work out, naturally, you're going to have some regrets about like, because you said it a long time. Like what you should have done. I could have done. done, Why it didn't work out. Like what you could have done differently. You move on. Everything's great. Right. But. I don't believe that anyone you've dated in the past was like the one for you and you were the one for them. Right. At that juncture in your life. Yeah. That's not to say that like, you're not going to meet those people moving forward. Yeah. Right. There's multiple people in this world that are for you, but you will, and this applies to everyone, including myself, like you will block those people by putting these barriers there like yeah. and you're the one doing that yeah, yeah you know purposely purposely like yeah. i like everyone does it like literally everyone does it i talk to people about it who are like you know like i as soon as i start to feel anything real i they run or I whatever run. yeah i run and it's like okay like <laughs> i know yeah. why you do it but it's like yeah. where do you think that gets you you know and it's like it takes the right person to kind of shift that for you Right. So that so that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, because I'm so rational as a person, and I feel like I'm teetering between like, am I blocking? Yeah. Or have I not met the person that can get past that for me? Mm. Mm. Or a third B option is like or a third c option is are people trying to get through it and i'm still blocking it like is it is it is it even possible for the person that i meet that was supposed to get through it to get through like is am i blocking it so bad that no one gets through or is it actually possible to get through i just haven't met the person that's capable of getting through yet like that's let me ask you this let me ask you this this is how i know has any of the, and this might be too much information, but has any of the women that you've ever been with had this exact conversation with you that we're having right now? Say again, what? Have any of the women that you've been with yeah. dated long-term, yeah, yeah. have they had but the conversation you and I are having right now, have you had this conversation with any of these women? No. I think- so, so therefore, like... I don't think you, I don't think like, I think you've been blocking it, but not to the extent where it's like someone's been trying to break through. 
and you've been like, no, don't hear it. Like, not at all. Because I think the, I think, I think honestly, the, the woman who you're going to end up with, she's going to have this conversation with you where she's going to, it's not even like a call you out in a vindictive or malicious way, but she's just going to say like, she's going to be able to read you. Right. That's all it is. You know, like sometimes like I've dated people in the past to the point where she's like, you need to let me yeah. get through. Like I dated people in the yeah. past and I've been with people where it's like, I said, Oh, I can like, I figured this girl out. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can read her. Like I, I know what, I know what she's thinking. Like I know what she's doing, but it's like, then you meet certain people where they read you yeah. and you're like, Oh, like I wasn't reading people before. Like I was just, I would, I think I was either just guessing, like I knew what was up. Like I'm good with people like blah, blah, blah. It's like, no dude. Like when you are around people and it doesn't have to be romantic when you're around people who can actually fucking read you, you're like, Oh, okay. This is different. Right. It's very different. It's kind of like, it might be a weird comparison, but, um, I feel like, I feel like uh, Justin would be a prime example. Cousin, right? Like, yeah. you just, that's a byproduct of you guys knowing each other your entire lives, but that's someone that can read you. Yeah. Like, just yeah, yeah, yeah. can read you. So it's like you have a point of reference for that already. So when it happens with a woman now, someone that you're, it'll stand out right away. It'll stand out right away. Yeah. yeah. Where you know that when they're saying these things to you, they're not saying it to be, even if it's true, they're not saying it to come across in a malicious way. It's actually coming from a place of love where they're just like, listen, like this will help us. This will help us. But yeah. this is what you need to do. Right, right. If you don't, you're, it'll be like, you're, you're actually going to miss out on me. Yeah. I fuck with that. You know? So I think it's a good thing that yeah, like, yeah. you're aware of this now. Yeah. It's just up to you to decide. All right. Like, so I'm not too tough. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> up. This guy. Oh man. I, I miss you, bro. This is yeah, tough man. to do. Um, I should be here for a couple more weeks. So maybe we can get another episode in yeah, um, sure. maybe next week or something, but this is the episode you guys didn't know you wanted, but you did want, um, glad we could do this for you guys and give us some feedback, have some comments, enjoy, um, share it and just reflect. You know, I think we're, we're getting into, quote unquote cuffing season, winter time, cold times. Oh. Um, so some of you may be in relationships right now, just started, just ending. Listen, I'm trying to find myself with my head between some cheeks Yo. and some thighs. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep so, warm. So I'm just saying, bro. Listen, keep warm, but also keep safe and 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 don't lose your morals. Um, I think that's the most important thing. Like wear don't, don't just be with somebody. Huh? Yeah, I said wear protection. <laughs> yeah, wear protection. Yeah. Don't just be don't don't just be with someone because you're lonely. That's that's the most don't dangerous. Honestly, if I can leave anything with you guys, if you're lonely or just like I'm it feels like you're running out of time or whatever it is, do not just get someone to consume that void. <laughs> Yo, what? I, know, I know you're being so real. This is this is fact. Serious. This is actually very no, like this serious. Is very factual. But can I can I ask you something? What? How many times? If I could, okay. If I could give advice to some <laughs> yeah. young men, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, I know when people people hear this and be like, "Yo, Z's wild," but <laughs> this is scientifically proven, yeah. right? I don't have any of the articles to back it up, but I fully believe it. <laughs> sure, it is. Sure. 
how many times have you been like, I don't want to say down bad, but it's like <laughs> we being able to sleep, it's not like you have trouble. We have we've had trouble being able to sleep with someone. Okay. But how many times when I say down bad, where it's just like you're you're basically in heat, right? <laughs> okay. How many times have you been in a state like that? And you've ended up sleeping with someone and you're like, I didn't need to do that. And then other times when you're in that same state of mind, (laughs) you fucking like go fucking jerk jerk off off or something. And you're like, wow, I I avoided a bad decision. Like I didn't need a person. I didn't need a body. I was just horny. Yeah, that's it. I was just horny. I didn't actually want to see you. So I obviously think yeah. this applies to men and women, Very but especially true. men. Very true. A like you don't need that person sometimes. Don't make that dumb decision let, because let that chubby girl go. <laughs> I was gonna say like don't hurt that girl's feelings, but hey man, <laughs> hey man, that's the route I was going. I'm, I'm not. Saying. I'm not fat shaming. I'm just saying we've all had you know. You know, <laughs> have a good night, guys. Um, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I uh, appreciate you guys. You guys are all dope. I uh, miss doing this, and hopefully, we have a, some time to do a couple more before I'm out of here. But uh, much love always, and until next time, peace. See y'all. We-